0: Jesus, I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love
1: you. More than Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newson with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you, today is a great day, and we're here to bless and lift up the mighty name of Jesus, and we're glad that you're here with us today. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Come on, rejoice with us today, hallelujah. We thank God. Let us go before his throne. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, as we come before thee and before thy throne, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you for your blessing. We thank you, Lord, for you being an awesome, mighty God in our life. We thank you, oh God, for the victory. Oh God, that you have delivered into our hands. We thank you. And Father, we praise you right now. And as we pray, God, we pray for the need of the body of believers everywhere. We pray, God, you will strengthen. Encourage the saints in Florida, God. Oh, God, the saints, oh, God, all over, oh, God, in our organization. We pray, God, you will strengthen in the name of Jesus. Look on our bishop and first lady. We pray, God, for the Pentecostal Power Church. All of the members, we pray, God, for The different requests, we pray for those souls that were baptized in Jesus name, Lord, that you would continue to direct their hearts in the name of Jesus. And now, Father, we give you thanks and praise. Oh, God, for the word of God today, we ask you, oh, God, increase, oh, God, in us and that we may decrease in ourselves, God, that you might get the glory. Help us now. Encourage us now. Strengthen us, Lord, as a people that we continue to give your name, the glory, honor, and the praise. In your son, Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. So let us lift him up. Uh, We have a word from the Lord today. We count it a great blessing to be among the people of God. And so we want to We want to give honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to our honorable pastor in the person of Bishop Ellis Murchison, Sr., Lady Murchison, to my own wife, Missionary Newson, and to the entire Pentecostal Power uh, believers today and all of our listeners, subscribers, and those that are on the broadcast today. We say God bless you. We thank God for you uh, joining us on the broadcast today. And so we're going to get right into Uh, the word of the Lord Uh, we know that it's a beautiful day outside today and uh, um, we thank God for allowing us to see another day and it's another day's journey and we're glad about it so we're grateful to the Lord uh, for what he's yet doing in the lives of our people and today we want to uh, uh, get into the word of the Lord so we can uh, discuss this great topic today and we just want to talk about the uh, Uh, covenant, uh, keeping your commitment. We're going to talk about in this Bible study about covenant and keeping uh, your commitment. And, you know, we all have said at some point in our lives, uh, you know, we've all said at some point in our lives that we're going to stay with the Lord. So, uh, when we love the Lord, we're going to do the things that uh, always please the Father. And so we thank God for uh, this lesson plan today. We want to talk about uh, in this lesson plan, we want to talk about uh, covenant, keeping your commitment. You know, we want to talk about covenant, keeping your commitment uh, to the Lord. And that's what we want to talk about today on this week. I don't know if we're going to go all week with this, but this is what God has put in my spirit for this particular session tomorrow. uh, We have some other things that we may talk about. But uh, before we get started, let us talk about um, where we are today. Um, We can see the numbers are increasing and uh, pandemic is getting worse across our country and the world. And so we are to pray for um, strength, pray for healing, pray that God would direct us. And uh, as our children prepare to go back to school in another month or so, let us pray for them that God will continue to let his blood cover them. Okay, and, uh, you know, do what you have to do uh, to uh, make the best uh, decision for your your family. Okay, so that's what we uh, that's what we kind of advise the people of God and uh, uh, let the Lord direct you. So we're going to talk about covenant. Um, You know, we know the Lord made a covenant. Um, with Abraham, and uh, we know um, we have a responsibility, and so let let us go uh, to a few scriptures. I want to go to a couple scriptures here. Um, first scripture I want to go to is uh, let's go to um, Psalms uh, twenty-five. Okay, we're gonna go to Psalms twenty-five and uh, verse ten. Let's look at Psalms 25 and 10. Let us see what it, what it's saying about this, uh, you know, about this covenant. Okay. So we're going to go to Psalms 25 and 10. Go there with us, please. Okay. And let us take a look. Bear with us. Okay. And we're on Psalms, uh, Thank you, Lord. Psalms 25 and 10. It says, all the path of the Lord uh, are mercy and truth unto such as uh, keep his covenant and his testimonies. Okay? And so we testify of the Lord. You know how good God is and how good he's been. And, uh, you know, we have a responsibility to... um, walk in those things that, uh, you know, God has laid out for us. And so let us just talk about the word covenant first. Let's look at the, you know, the, uh, biblical definition of, uh, I'm in the Lexham dictionary. So I'm using one of the theological dictionaries. So I don't want anybody to think I'm using Webster. I'm using one of the theologians, uh, dictionary, and it talks about, uh, covenant. And uh, uh, one of the Hebrew-Greek words is called uh, berith, okay? Covenant in the Hebrew and Greek is called berith, okay? Or uh, diatheki, okay? And uh, it's called uh, diatheki, okay? If you want to use it, you know, in the um, Hebrew, okay? And now let us take a look at it here. It says here a sacred uh, kinship bond between two parties, okay? A sacred kinship, a bond between two parties, ratified uh, by swearing um, and oath. And so it has to deal with restitute, you know. When we have restitute, you know, restitute has to deal with uh An agreement. OK. And I say we are making restitute. That mean we are agreeing on one particular thing or many things. OK. Based on uh, what we are coming into agreement about. OK. And so if we're ratifying, that means we're we're coming together and we're swearing by oath. OK. And so when we told the Lord we're going to serve him till we die we're swearing by an oath. Okay. And so uh, I thank God for our bishop on yesterday. Uh, we, we definitely thank God for him and Lady Murchison, but we really enjoyed the, you know, the word of the Lord yesterday, you know, because, um, uh, sometimes we quit, you know, uh, when things get, uh, difficult, you know, when, uh, you know, when problems come up, you know, we, we kind of, You know, sometimes we tuck tail and we run, you know, when we have problems. And uh, I found that to also be true and, you know, in relationships too, people just uh, tuck tail and run. But, you know, uh, when you're choosing life, sometimes you have to stand there and fight, stand your ground and fight the good fight of faith, as Pastor Paul said. And so when we talk about keeping your covenant, we're talking about swearing by oath. You know, um, covenant making was a widespread custom throughout the ancient, uh, East, um, uh, uh, Grieche, uh, Grecian and Roman culture. And it served as a meaning to forge, uh, social political bonds. Okay. And this is what they did back then. You know, there wasn't always no sign in the paper. They, they, uh They did it by, you know, uh, you know, uh, cutting, you know, of each other and putting their hands together. You know, that's the blood covenant, you know, when people, you know, uh, I know the Indians did it, too. They didn't write on paper. They would slice their hand and the other person would slice their hand and then they would put it together. And uh, that was those are just some of the old, you know, ways that they did it and social political bonds between individuals or groups. Now God's covenant. Let's talk about God's covenant here. God's covenant uh, are prominent in every period of salvation that has to deal with any historical data. Uh, All throughout the Bible, you'll see uh, God laying out uh, covenants with mankind and uh, his divine covenant. has to deal with the plan of salvation for establishing communion, uh, not only with Israel and the nations, but in the church, praise the Lord. And so we got to know that uh, God uh, wants to have fellowship and have uh, a contact and his people to walk in his commands, okay, or his commandments. And one scripture said. His commandments is not grievous, okay? And so we need to know covenant has to deal with an agreement, uh, a promise, or a contract, okay? And uh, God did promise that he was going to send the Holy Ghost, okay? And the agreement, covenant, or contract, uh, God never really broke his covenant. We always broke it. He kept it, okay? but we always broke it and we fail. And sometimes we would exterminate the covenant by doing things that totally was against, uh, God's principles. Okay. And, uh, we're going to go to Jeremiah. Let's go. Jeremiah 31, 31. Let's talk about it for a minute. I just want to go to, uh, Jeremiah 31, 31. Okay. Let us read it for your hearing. It says here. It said, Behold, the days come, said the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Praise God. And not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that they that I took them by the hand. Verse 32 says, Now, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break. You see that? They broke the covenant. Hmm? And says, although I was a husband unto them, said the Lord. Now, let's deal with it for a minute. Now. You say, even though he was a husband to them. And, you know, this is why people in the church can't mistake, you know, Israel as being the church. You know, he said he was married to the backslider. Praise the Lord. And uh, he was referring to Israel, not people in the church. You backsliding the church, you better hear him repent. Because if you don't hear him repent, you subject to get yourself in a situation where you're going to be lost. And so we cannot molest grace. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? The Bible says, God forbid. Doesn't make a difference what your title is, my friend. It doesn't make a difference how long you've been in ministry. It does not make a difference of what culture you're in. All sin is sin. All unrighteousness is sin. Sin is not what man said it is. Sin is what God said is. Transgression against God's law. And now I thank God for our bishop yesterday because he talked about people shacking and, you know, people doing all kinds of stuff in these last days. That's not of God. And they know it's not of God. And how can you know that a thing that is not of God, how can you continue to do it and you know that it's wrong? That shows that there is something in us that's not right that we need to get rid of. If we're still walking in the flesh and we're still walking in the formal, the the, the former uh, 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 deeds of the old man. Let me make it plain. You know, if you still lying and you still cheating and you still conniving and you still, you know, doing the things that, you know, the Bible declares wrong, it ain't what I say. It's what God say. And you know that, uh, you know, that is wrong. Okay. And now you can try to justify it because we all can try to justify it something that we uh uh may or may have uh done and may not have had a full understanding of why we did what we did but once we find out what we done was wrong we need to repent of it quickly ain't no sense of you going through no gyrations cause being ignorant to the law does not uh, it does not uh, hold up it does not uh you know uh it does not grant us any type of uh freedom to keep sinning okay and so because we are ignorant of the law it does not give us a pass or clemency to keep sinning okay and so i want to make it clear when we make a covenant with the lord and when we break that covenant we lie praise the lord And so all liars, the Bible says, now, if you accustomed to lying, then you need to put away lying according to the book in Ephesians. Okay. Ephesians chapter four. All right. It said, put away lying. Okay. And so now if we continue to be lying, especially if we lying to the Lord, now the Lord said a liar is not going to tarry in his sight. And so we need to make sure, you know, that we are walking in the confines of the word of the Lord. Okay. And it's very, very important that we understand that the covenant that we made, that we don't uh, be like Israel. He said, though I was a husband unto them, you know, said the Lord, they broke the covenant verse number 33. I'm in uh, Jeremiah 31 and 33. All right. Let me read it for you. It says, but this shall be the covenant that I will make, With the house of Israel, he's going to make a new covenant. And he made the new covenant. And he says, after those days, said the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts. Praise be the name of God. I will put my law in their inward part. So when you do wrong, the word is in you. You that is saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. He said, you shall receive power, Acts 1 and 8. Once you receive uh, this power of the Holy Ghost on the inside of you, it's God with you. And so you make a mistake and God is with you. You're not going to tell me that lie that you didn't know no better. You knew better. Praise the Lord. You disobeyed the Holy Ghost. Now, I know I'm going to mess with somebody theology today. Go to Acts chapter 5, study it. Ananias and Sapphire, they willingly resisted the Holy Ghost and then lied to Apostle Peter and the apostles there in Acts chapter 5. And so you cannot tell me in these last days that God don't warn people. He warns them. They ignore. They listen. They listen to me. They refuse to obey. Praise the Lord. And when you uh, continue to practice disobedience to the spirit on the inside of you, you're rebelling against, uh, you're rebelling against the spirit of God. And when you rebel against God, judgment comes swiftly. All right. Let us take a look at it now. Let us look at Jeremiah 33 and 33. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, said the Lord, I will put my law, in their inward parts and write in their hearts and write it in their hearts. Praise the Lord. David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. God says here to Israel, I'm going to write it in your heart and there, and he says, and will be their God. Once he write it in your heart, he said, I'm going to be your God because my word is there. Therefore, I'm going to be there. Now, my presiding bishop, Bishop uh, Scott says, now, I would rather be in the word than to be in heaven. I know that's messing with somebody's theology already. He said, I'd rather be in the word than to be in heaven. Praise God. Because heaven and earth shall pass away, but the word of God shall abide forever. All right? And that's why he said it. Look at here. I'm going to write it in their heart and will be their God and they shall be my people. Second Chronicles 7 and 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven. God here in Jeremiah 31 and 31 to about 35, he was talking about restore, restoration. Praise the Lord. He kept his covenant. They kept breaking it. Every time he restored them, they would mess up again. Do that sound like you? If that sounds like you, you need help. Praise the Lord. And so we need help. I don't know about you, but uh, I need help on this broadcast. I don't know about you, but we need the Lord in these last days. Don't let us think, I didn't pray long enough and I'm strong enough now. You ain't strong enough. Ain't none of us strong enough because we need to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That's what we need to do. Stop being strong and sufficient and you know self-reliant and I'm good. You not good, there's not none good. No not one the Bible says. And when the rich young ruler came to Jesus and said, "Good master," he said, "Ain't none ain't but one good." And that's God. Praise the Lord. He said, "Well, what must I do to inherit the kingdom of heaven?" Here it is. Now he he getting ready to try to get himself set up for a covenant. And so the Lord said, now, if you want, if you want to, you know, if you want to, you know, inherit the kingdom of God, this is what you got to do. All right. And sometimes when we, when God lay out what we need to do, according to his covenant, when he lay out what we need to deal with, sometimes we can't handle it. And I'm going back here. Uh, to finish out Jeremiah 31, we're going somewhere else here, but I want to just finish this out here. And he says, and I will be their God and they shall be my people. All right, I'm going to read down 35. And he says, and they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother saying, know uh, the Lord, for they shall all know me From the least of them until the greatest of them, said the Lord. He says, I will forgive their iniquity. Praise God. You talking about some restoration. This is the best kind of covenant to have. He said, I'm going to forgive you. Who don't want forgiveness by God? He said, I'm going to forgive them. I'm going to forgive their iniquity. And I will remember their sins no more. When you come to God, he ain't gonna remember your sins no more. Long as you don't sin anymore. Praise the Lord. If you quit sinning today and give your life to God and don't continue in sin, uh, his blood covers you and he remember your sin no more. Praise God. But thus said the Lord, which giveth the sun for a light by day. and ordinance of the moon and of the stars for a light by night, which divided the sea, even the waves and the roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. Praise the Lord. And I just wanted to say here, um, you know, God set this covenant up for them, all right? And he set the covenant up. It wasn't for them as a nation. I, I thank you, Bishop Murchison, for that message on yesterday, it was for their seed, praise the Lord. We don't think about that God don't only just want to bless us, but he want to bless our seed, praise God. And that means generation after generation, praise God. And so this covenant wasn't just to them, but it was a perpetual covenant, praise God. It was an everlasting covenant, praise God. Who don't want an everlasting covenant? Praise God. You can find it in Jesus. Praise the Lord. You ain't going to get it under the law because the law, and, and you know, the Bible said in Romans right there, it says, therefore, now there is no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Praise God. And he said, for what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh. God sent his own son. Oh, Lord in the likeness of sinful flesh for sin and condemn sin in the flesh. Praise God, Lord have mercy. We don't have to keep breaking. We can keep our commitment with God. And we keep our commitment by exercising the word of God, not calisthenics, but by exercising. You know, Psalms 119 there, I think it says somewhere in 119, he says, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his ways? He said, by taking heed there unto the word of God. We need to take heed. Praise God. And so if you're out there listening today, we hope that you are encouraged. We hope we said something to encourage you today. We're going to be picking it back up tomorrow. uh, But I want to go ahead and go to Matthew 7, 21. Let's go to Matthew 7, 21. All right. Let's take a look at it. All right. Go oh, to Matthew 7, 21. He says, not everyone that said, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. You know, when, when there's a covenant, when there's a commitment, you're going to keep your end of the deal. Praise God. And uh, nothing, you know, Nothing breaks a relationship between an individual, two individuals. Nothing hurts more in a relationship is when I can't rely on you. Praise God. Brothers and sisters, listen to me. You can't rely on me and I can't rely on you if our word is not our bond. Praise the Lord. You ever heard that statement? My word is my bond. Okay, your word is your covenant, is your agreement. It's your commitment. All right. It's your bereath. It's your diet. Okay. It's your diet. It's a sacred bond between two parties. So if you going to tell me, you know, I'm going to take care of that for you tomorrow. Now, if something come up, we always should say, if the Lord's will. All right. But now if something come up and you can't do it, it's if the Lord's will. And, um, I should, even if you get tied up at the time, I should later on that day before that day end, get a call from you and say, hey, you know what? Uh, we had a meeting, you know, we we had, you know, I, I you know, I got busy and it kind of slipped me, but we all forget, all right? But we don't practice breaking our covenant and our commitment, especially to the Lord. You know, we are, if we're we supposed to do good to all men, especially those of the household of faith, how much more should we do to the Lord? Shouldn't we keep our commitment in prayer? Don't answer that. Shouldn't we keep our commitment in our Bible study? Some people don't even care if they come to Bible class or Sunday school. Don't you think we should keep our commitment, you know, with the Lord, our dedication? Don't you think we should be in prayer, uh, you know, in connection with the body of believers at least a couple times a week, if not every day? Okay. And, you know, these are things that we need to practice. Wholesome, you know, uh, spiritual work ethics. Because when we get lax, we get lazy, we get comfortable, guess what we're going to do? We're going we gonna to sit back, we're going to rear back, we're going to eat and drink, we have a little fold in our hands, and we're going to go to sleep. And we can't we can't afford to go to sleep in these last days. We cannot afford to be gazing in times like this. People are dying. You need to wake up and keep your commitment, keep your covenant. You made a vow to the Lord. You made a vow when you came and joined that church and said, hey, I want to be a member here. And I'm going to abide by the rules and regulations here that's set forth in this church. If you've done that, God is counting on you. The pastor's counting on you. I'm counting on you. And most of all, the Lord Jesus is counting on you. And so let's take our covenant, let's take our commitment serious. Let's just don't slough it off. You know, let's just don't count it as nothing. But let's count the things of God dear unto us. Okay? And so there it is. We we want to get First uh, Corinthians 6 and 12. We're going to go ahead and get that. And then we're on our way out of here. But I, I just thought I'd uh, get a few scriptures here uh, as we get to get out of here. All right? Go to First Corinthians six and twelve. All right, and just right. take a look at a couple things here. All right, and we want to read down to about fifteen. Well, you know what? We're gonna work on this tomorrow. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, Lord, we're gonna pick it back up tomorrow. Uh, Lord, have mercy. Yeah, it's a lot in here in 1 uh, Corinthians chapter 6, just reading your study time, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. We're going to pick it back up tomorrow, but I'll read 12 right now. It says, all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, he said, but I will not be brought under the power of any. And so uh, what what Paul was saying is, uh, you know, um, you know, he can he can talk about these things, You know, um, but it's not necessarily expedient in every uh, particular area, you know, that uh, uh, some some situations you want to just deal with on a one-on-one basis or where necessary. And so, you know, it's lawful. You know, he says all things are lawful, but all things are not expedient, you know. It's lawful for him, but he said, even though it's lawful under him, he won't be bought under the power of any. And so many, you know, um, he wasn't going to be restricted. Okay. And so that's where we are with our commitment. We shouldn't be limited or restricted. All right. We should be keeping our covenant and our commitment to the Lord. We said, well, I made a vow to the Lord and I won't take it back. All right. And if you made that vow to the Lord, we encourage you to keep pushing forward, keep looking up and keep believing God. All right. Because the Lord will see you through. Okay. And uh, tomorrow we're going to be talking about commitment again. Um, uh, You know, uh, we're going to be talking about the covenant agreement stand to decide Uh, covenant has to deal with all these different things. Okay. And, uh, Breach of covenant, a violation of the Mosaic law, often by worshiping other gods. Have you worshipped another god outside of Jesus Christ? Then you've just broken your covenant. All right? And uh, there's quite a few things here. Um, there's 27 uh, scriptural writings of the new covenant. All right? Just for your research here, there's 27 scriptural writings of the new Covenant okay and uh let's uh I want to look at another thing here um the book of Moses uh can be looked at as a book of Covenant too and we know the Ark Ark of the Covenant we know about the Ark of the Covenant all right and uh that covenant was given to the people of God and they were to the bear that ark. Okay. Everybody that the ark wasn't given to, uh, and you know, it, uh, ended up being put back in the right hands cause they kept seeing the wrath of God because the covenant wasn't to them. Um, but we thank and praise God in the new Testament. God has given us, uh, grace. And, uh, since we have grace, um we need to thank God because we have uh, received this uh, uh covenant this new testament covenant in uh his blood and in his name and also uh having his spirit and also taking on his body uh through water baptism you know so it's very very important that we uh thank God for this new covenant we we're called to serve And we're going to talk about tomorrow, renewing our commitment. Okay. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. We're going to talk about since you've been called to serve, we're going to talk about renewing your commitment. Okay. And so we all made a vow to the Lord. Let us do better in the vow that we've made in the area that we've made the vow. And uh, while we're working diligently together, uh, let us give God praise and thanks um, for this covenant. Let's keep our commitment. All right, now here's our sidebars. We get ready to get out of here. Um, We had a great uh, turnout on uh, Saturday. I want to thank and praise God and give a shout out to all the people of God. I want to thank God for all of you that uh, that went out on the uh, outreach, uh, sowing seeds of faith through prayer, uh, drive up prayer um, on our our outreach uh, uh, program on this past Saturday. Um, all of the Saints and all the PPC members did an excellent job. The youth uh, did a very, very uh, great job artistically and assisting us uh with the outreach uh witnessing, track witnessing outreach program and uh they gave away food and refreshments. And so uh two souls got baptized in Jesus' name. Praise God. Uh we're very, very excited about God. Uh, growing the church uh, there at 2331 West Center Street in Milwaukee. Uh, very, very positive outing. Uh, Is A group worked uh, tirelessly together, and uh, really we worked as uh, one uh, body, and uh, the Lord moved on that corner, on those four corners, and uh, throughout the neighborhood, uh, people received the word through track witnessing and through prayer. And so we're very, very excited about what God is doing. All the evangelists, we want to give honor to them that helped. And just to all of the uh, uh, Pentecostal Power Church family, we say God bless you and thank you for assisting and helping us. Amen. Praise God. But we give God all the glory. Praise God for the souls and for uh, the effort. And we want to thank, uh, give a special thanks to our pastor for, Uh, being the visionary and uh, giving us direction as to uh, go ahead and uh, go forward with the outreach ministry. And he's looking forward to us doing another one. And so we're uh, excited about that. Um, And whenever he uh, uh, wants us to go ahead, we'll go ahead and try to make it happen Uh, and do our very best to uh, make sure it uh, goes forward. And So we need your prayers and support want to say God bless you. want to thank you today for joining us on the broadcast. Uh, We love you. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom. Uh, We want to thank you. We ask that you would join us um, on tomorrow. We'll be uh, back here tomorrow, if the Lord's will, right around 1230. Um, We'll be back here on the broadcast um, on the uh, YouTube and Facebook. And so um, we uh, just want to thank you for your support and your prayers continue to keep us up in your prayers and we say god bless you i'm your host elder gregory newson until next time we say god bless you in jesus name